Welcome to the Survival Guide for Orthodontists, the podcast that makes you the authority in orthodontics in your community. Get ready for insights on how to compete on expertise and trust against mail order in retail orthodontics. It's not always about the lowest fees. And now, from the People in Practice team, your hosts, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Amy Epstein, co-founder and head of client services for People and Practice. I'm joined by my partner and my dad, retired orthodontist Leon Klempner. We hope that your family and you are safe and healthy as our country reopens after a very difficult few months. Yeah, and by the time you hear this podcast, everybody really should now be open and back to work. So, depending on your geographic location, your new normal will vary. Um, All of our clients are now open. Some of them have been open for uh, over a month already. And we've begun collecting feedback from our people in practice, orthos, across the U.S. and Canada. And we thought that uh, we might, it might be useful for you to hear uh, some of the uh, important feedback that we've gotten back. Yeah, definitely. I think that the first thing is um, that actually using the word feedback, asking for feedback from patients is extremely important as you implement a new system. So everybody went back to work, but there are new processes and procedures in place. So making sure to loop in patients so that they have an opportunity to share with you their thoughts on how things are going. And it's a good opportunity, obviously, to to titrate things depending on what you hear, but it's also a nice opportunity when you hear something that's complimentary to ask them if they'd share a review. And so that's been an interesting um, process, getting hearing things, making changes, and then, of course, trying to build up the reputation based on the feedback. So that's the first thing. You know, the second thing that we've been hearing and that we feel strongly about is that having a new patient virtual consultation option on your website is becoming more and more important. And uh, there's some discussion about keep it, not keep it, but our position is strongly keep it for for a variety of reasons, you know, thinning out the number of new patient consults, you know, traffic wise, uh, but also simply because it is a very clear and engaging call to action on your website. Yeah, yeah, and on that note, there are so many good apps out there, SmileSnap, Rhinogram, Digital Smiles, just to name a few. Um, in fact, we recently did a webinar sponsored by SmileSnap entitled Why 95, 97%, I think, of your website visitors don't convert. Uh, if you like a link to that, it's about 45 minutes, just uh, shoot me an email, leon at pplpractice.com. But the virtual consults are here to stay. Um, clients, if the feedback from the clients and from the patients have been very, very, very positive. Another thing we're, we're learning is that with all of these new processes and procedures, you know, often you'll, you'll be uh, deploying a health questionnaire and perhaps a, uh, an agreement that they consent to treatment and all of that, that that's typically being deployed in a touchless manner. There's a lot of compliance there. Um, people are willing to fill out those forms ahead of time. And if you you send them the link at the right time, they're happy to do that. Another is the opportunity to 
with with PPE, so with masks, there are ways to make it a little less, I don't know what, severe by having custom masks or having your staff wear masks that have a little clear uh, plastic window. Uh, they're they're hard of hearing masks. They're uh, and they're helpful because you can see what the what the doctor and the team's face looks like still. And it's if you have children coming in who might be a little bit timid, it's really very helpful to see the smile of the team. And the last bit that we wanted to touch on that we've learned is that. We're starting to get back into doing giveaways um, and and that type of thing, you know, targeted toward patients, but also the community. And there's been some positive feedback there. It's something we typically recommend doing because it's a great way to connect with patients, but also to connect with potential new patients and collect some contact information for follow-up. But, you know, there's there's some discussion about, you know, is it kind of too early to be too happy? And But we feel like if it's deployed in a sensitive manner, these are well-received. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a little concerned when we, we at, at one of our um, executive meetings, talked about rolling out contests and sweepstakes to our ortho clients. And my concern was, you know, you don't know each family's individual situation and there could be some sensitivity there. But to tell you the truth, uh, the the feedback has been great. And I think people are just looking to get back into a more new normal, Mm -hmm. um, you know, form. And, And, you know, with all the changes, it's worked out extremely well. So let me shift gears for a second because I am very excited today. And the reason I'm excited is that we have Alfred Griffin III as our guest. Now, you may not know that name, but you will soon because this guy is all over the place. He is, besides being an orthodontist, he's a founder and CEO of Lightforce Orthodontics, which is a 3D printing, in case you don't know, he deals with individualized digital treatment. And um, Dr. Griffin received his bachelor's in science and bio, biochemistry from the University of Virginia. He then got a combined DMD, PhD in craniofacial biology at the Medical University of South Carolina in 2004. Yeah, and if that weren't enough, Dr. Griffin continued his education and completed his master's in medical research and certificate in orthodontics from the Harvard School of Dental Medicine in 2017. And he founded Lightforce Orthodontics in 2015, which is really the first company to apply mass customization and advanced 3D printing to the orthodontic industry. Lightforce's first product is a 3D printed bracket system. Currently, it's manufactured and sold exclusively in the U.S. as the world's only 100% customized bracket. He and his team are passionate about digitizing tooth-moving tools that are not made of plastic. Welcome to the Survival Guide for Orthodontists. We're delighted to have you. Thanks so much, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Did you hear that round of applause? I mean, we rarely get a round of applause like that. That was like a standing ovation. That was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Alfred, welcome. We're really happy to have you here. Uh, You know, it seems like the entire healthcare industry is moving towards customization of care. Um, I've been reading a few articles, and I've heard the term personalized healthcare, um, precision medicine, In fact, our very first podcast guest 
was um, the CEO of Align, Joe Hogan, and he spoke about the future of digitalization of orthodontics. He obviously was promoting aligners, but can you tell me a little bit about why you started Lightforce? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and give credit where it's due. Uh, mass customization and, and really the big, biggest success story in all of 3D printing was Invisalign. Um, so the, the whole 3D printing industry owes, owes our industry orthodontics quite a bit. Uh, but, but the idea was, it started in residency, um, again, uh, giving credit to many incredible uh, faculty and advisors, but um, it was this idea that uh, every patient's unique, every you know, tooth is unique. We have different jaw shapes, uh, different soft tissue, something that every orthodontist listening to the podcast understands, and, and we still use an injection molded bracket. So um, it wasn't really a crazy idea. I mean, we've, we've had attempts at customization in the past and, you know, partial customization. And, and really what I think we were able to identify is the technology that enabled uh, full customization. Hmm. Um, and so once the 3D printing technology caught up, uh, it just made a lot of sense to apply the technology to the orthodontic space, especially seeing all the success that we've had with clear aligners uh, in the last 20 years. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I mean, so in my conversations with our ortho clients, you know, we're always looking, especially when we're first talking with them, um, we're always looking for what makes them different from their competition. And then we, we hone in on that. And that's really what we try to um, shine light on in our marketing. Um, some of our clients use Damon, some Clarity, uh, some Sure Smile uh, with indirect bonding or incognito. They all sort of do something different and offer some level of customization. So how do, how is Lightforce different than you know other sort of quote unquote custom brackets? Yeah, it's well. I mean, getting getting uh, a bit granular. It's uh, we've never had a fully custom slot attached to a fully custom base. Uh, manufactured in one piece. Uh, we've had partial customization where we've taken an injection molded bracket, um, separated the, the stock base from the stock face and rewelded them together at a custom angulation. Um, but what that does is it, 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 even though you have half the customization, you don't quite get half the value, um, especially if the, the connection to the tooth isn't uh, exactly ideal. And so, you know, the braces may fall, fall off or you may need to still bend some wire. Um, so by customizing the base, uh, so taking tooth anatomy as a variable for the bond strength out of the equation and attaching that to a custom angulated slot, um, you really get incredible efficiency in your practice. And, you know, like, like I say all the time, um, just like as in, when Invisalign came out, uh, this is a technique. It's not a product or a pill. And I, I think of orthodontics in two buckets today. We have, you know, full customization. Uh, which is your, your clear liners and, and um, today uh, light force. And then you have your, your analog workflow um, and they, and they have uh, obviously there's a different workflow in the practice, but um, it, it also res results in different efficiencies for the doctor and the patient. I'm quick to catch on to a lot of things and I'm slow to catch on to other things. So <laughs> walk me through like the process. How does this work? If I, like I want to, I want to incorporate this into my practice, let's say. Um, how does it work? I take a scan and, and send it, or just walk me through how, uh, how it works. 
Yeah, and, and it'll start at a high level. Um, we were uh, giving a, I was giving a lecture at uh, a residency last week and um, they asked the same question. And, you know, the workflow is very similar to uh, clear liners. So, you know, you think about um, what's your prescription for clear liners? Um, actually, good question for you, Leon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's um, an easy one. I retired. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, and, and what the resident said is, you know, after they thought about it for a while, and they said, look, I, I don't know, we don't have a prescription. I said, you know, exactly. That's the same, uh, you know, prescription you use with Lightforce. Um, there is no prescription. So uh, in, in that way, you have to make everything uh, customized, um, uh, ready to make. So we have to be in the same workflow as the clear aligners. So uh, the way it works is you submit a scan via, uh, you know, any scanner you have, we've taken scans from all of the, the major scanners. And then um, 48 hours later, you get a setup uh, that's set up uh, with the assistance of a technician that's on site. And uh, you can move teeth on the computer screen um, or you can type notes. Uh, and then it's, it's important to note that the portal is all on the cloud, so nothing never download. And uh, once you hit accept, uh, you send it out to us and it gets manufactured in seven to 10 business days. So uh, what that's enabled from a workflow point of view for an office is, you know, regardless if it's a clear liner case or light force case, a uh, patient comes in, you take a down payment and a scan and you schedule the patient back uh, in about a month or five weeks for uh, a 45 minute bonding appointment. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other uh, interesting thing that we've learned, Leon, is uh, that now you can delegate uh, in the same way that you delegate a lot of your uh, clear liner attachment bondings. Um, so mm -hmm. that's actually uh, attribute that to a lot of the creativity of our users um, in, in learning about their clear liner workflow and applying the same practices to Lightforce. So, so if I have a case that has an open bite and I have another case that has a deep bite uh, and I send it off, things are going to be different when I, in, in the brackets I get back? Yeah, yeah, we're, I mean, exactly. They're, they're completely different. I mean, it's also patient to patient. Um, so if you've got a premolar that has like weird mammalons on there, um, mm -hmm. you know, that, that bracket's going to be completely different just by virtue of the tooth anatomy. Um, same thing if you want to um, extrude an incisor, it's going to adapt to the uh, gingival anatomy versus the anatomy at the facial axis point. Um, but more importantly, uh, to, to address the vertical uh, issue you just talked about. Um, and that's, by the way, one of the big reasons people are excited about Lightforce is uh, it addresses that uh, challenge that clear liners are still catching up to, which is the vertical dimension. Um, and, and so, but it's the same skill set. Just mm -hmm. like Invisalign's a technique, not a product, it's the same thing with, with Lightforce in that you still need to be a good orthodontist to use it. Uh, so, so, we, we set up our clear aligner cases where like if you had a deep bite, you might, you know, uh, and, and a big curve of speed, you might try to have heavy premolar contact in your setup. Mm -hmm. um, uh, same thing with light force. You would extrude the premolars a little bit relative to the, the molars and, and the lower incisors and put a reverse curve of speed into the bracket positioning uh, versus mm -hmm. a wire. So it's a little bit of a new way of thinking in terms of you're not moving brackets anymore you're just moving teeth and you're trusting the software to calculate the ideal shape for that bracket. Yeah. 
I mean, it's to me, it sounds like a great um, alternative to aligners where, you know, you can't treat every case with aligners. And, you know, some cases there are advantages of using aligners and other cases there are advantages of using brackets. But here it sounds to me like, um, um, you know, like a ClinCheck, you could go in and, and really have control. But, you know, your, your results going to be only as good as your skills <laughs> as an orthodontist. Exactly. And that's what we're telling people. I mean, this is not meant to be um, uh, anything but complimentary to uh, clear aligners. Um, I, I just practiced on Friday. I did uh, two clear liner starts and three uh, light force starts. It's, you know, it's just another tool um, or rather technique in the bag for orthodontists to use to help uh, treat their patients more efficiently. And every mm-hmm. patient has different needs and uh, clear aligners are going to be better for certain patients uh, than others. So yeah. uh, it, it's about giving yeah. the orthodontist more control. Yep. So Alfred, it's customary on the podcast to take a, uh, a question from one of our listeners. So let's listen in on one. Excellent. And if you don't mind, uh, you can respond. Happily, yeah. Hello, my name is Dr. Marshall Jewett, and I live in Johnson City, Tennessee. As you know, orthodontics has become increasingly more competitive. Can you tell me if using the light force system can help with the business side of my practice? That's a good question. We've gotten that quite a bit. So, you know, coronavirus is, has created a lot of complications for practice. I mean, I was just, my first day back was this past Friday, Leon, and um, I mm-hmm. felt like I was dressing up like an astronaut uh, just to, um, you know, do something as simple as IPR. But, uh, you know, we're, we're working probably at like 30% capacity, you know, trying to put uh, patients between chairs and, um, you know, gowning up and all that stuff is it adds, uh, levels of complexity to the workflow. Right. Um, so w- what we're seeing people value is, uh, efficiency and what we've learned uh, and something that you talk about in, in your podcast all the time. And, and that I love is that, uh, you know, patients today are consumers. They are the same consumers of Netflix. They, the same consumers of, uh, Amazon and, and, and they value convenience. They don't want to go to the store or the movie theater if they don't have to. And it's, it's the same thing for the orthodontist and that's only been amplified today. So what, what I'm personally doing in, in my practice and what we're seeing a lot of, and my, my dad as well down in Virginia, uh, what we're doing is emphasizing treatment modalities that reduce the burden to the patient. Um, so they don't need mm-hmm. to be you know seen as often. And certainly that's, we've known that to be the case with clear aligners, uh, we, we had that discussion at MKS, I remember. And, mm-hmm. um, and now we're seeing that with, with fixed appliances as well. Um, and, and that's what Lightforce really enables is, um, is when we talk to the patients, we tell them several things. Uh, one is that, uh, you know, we can make a, uh, we're making tooth moving tools that are designed for your son, your daughter, or for you that will, you know, only fit you to get them to this position. Um, mm-hmm. versus, you know, a lot of people today are still using stock braces. Uh, the other thing is that because we know where our wires are going to take us, we don't need to monitor the patients as often. Um, so, uh, for example, if we're trying to express torque, we want to procline upper incisors um, uh, to, to help with anterior clearance. Uh, we're expressing that torque gradually with night tie wires and we know where those night tie wires are going to take us. Um, 
versus using a Warren spring where you'd kind of want to see that every so often. Like that's, that's one thing that, um, you know, some of my colleagues have mentioned, you know, coronavirus, I, I can't see my patients for four months. Um, and you debate whether that's emergency treatment or not. Well, yes, if a Warren springs would be active for six months, that could easily turn into an emergency. Um, mm-hmm. So what we're seeing is doctors trusting the wires and um, cases are coming back from coronavirus in, in really good positions. Um, uh, one of our customers yep. out in California uh, using dental monitoring uh, was able to show that uh, you know, patients were, were active and, and um, I think he bonded a case in October and they hasn't seen the ca- uh, case for six months, but the case looks fantastic because mm-hmm. uh, you know, by starting with the end in mind allows you to, to really trust uh, the forces you're applying. Yeah. You know, as a marketer, I love the patient benefits. And, you know, if I was using life force and if I were in practice, I would be, um, (laughs) I would be blasting that out all over my social media and and advertising campaigns. And because it is a significant, as Amy said, a differentiator. I mean, I think it's a game changer in terms of uh, of, uh, you know, fixed appliances. And but but unless people know what the advantages and new patients know the advantages and benefits of it, then it's hard for them to, you know, discern between, you know, one practice and another. Yeah, it's an important point. Exactly. And, and when you think about marketing, um, you know, a lot of uh, orthodontic companies have, have come out marketing towards patients. And uh, one thing that's really deep seated in our, our company culture uh, is that we're a company by orthodontists for orthodontists. And, um, you know, we wanted to let the orthodontists market that to the patients in their own way. Um, we're obviously mm-hmm. creating a lot of content uh, for, for orthodontists to help promote that uh, digital assets and things like that. But, um, you know, we want orthodontists to control the message um, because it's, it's not a pill. It's not something that's, uh, you know, we see a lot of direct to consumer companies uh, marketing that, yeah, you're going to finish your cases in six months and you're going to, you know, reduce treatment time by this amount. And, and we all know that, that that's just not true. It depends on the case. And, uh, you know, some cases require surgery. Some cases have huge, you know, AP correction requirements. And, um, like I said, we, we market this to orthodontists, uh, as a technique and, um, then let them convey those benefits to the patient. Uh, which we're definitely seeing as a, a message that hits home with patients because it's a pretty easy concept. You don't need to have an orthodontics certificate to understand that something that is uh, special to me is going to work better for me than something that is designed for everybody. Um, so right. if you keep the, me- the message high level and that simple, we've seen it really hit home with, with patients, their, their parents, and, and whoever uh, is in the TC room. Absolutely. Well, it's an interesting uh, a tool, as you say, or a, a strategy, a technique, and um, and we're happy to share that with our listeners today. Alfred, thank you so much for sharing your experience and expertise with us today. Uh, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Lightforce? Yeah, um, so the best way is you can go to our website. Um, you can contact us there. You can email me directly at alfredg at lightforceortho.com. Um, and also I'm, I'm on Facebook quite a bit, so feel free to ping me uh, directly there as well. Message me there. Um, have a lot of very interesting conversations on Facebook these days. So, um, (laughs) yeah, no, thanks so much guys. It's been a pleasure being on here and, um, looking forward to keeping the conversation going. 
Yeah. Thanks, Alfred. We really appreciate you joining us. Bye-bye. You can download other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you'd tell one of your colleagues. For more information about people in practice, you can sign up for our free marketing newsletter on our website, pplpractice.com. Again, thanks for listening. I'm also on Facebook. If you want to ping me, I'll be there as well. Or shoot me an email at leon at pplpractice.com. So long for now and stay healthy and safe. Thank you for joining us on the Survival Guide for Orthodontists, where we help your practice grow within a massively disrupted industry. Subscribe to this podcast and connect with us on social media. Find us online at thesurvivalguidefororthodontists.com.